welcome to Romancing the Game. I'm Jordan Fishburn. I'm Tawny Thompson. And I'm Sarah Babe. And also, wee-oo, wee-oo, spoiler <laughs> alert, wee-oo, wee-oo. This podcast will contain spoilers. As is the nature of discussing overarching plot lines and story, we will be covering various plot beats during this show. There will be spoilers for the plot line of Alistair. This warning has been laid at your feet. Continue at your own peril. At your peril. Spoiler alert! <laughs> all right i say so like alistair alistair is all of our favorites let's just like fucking jump yeah. in let's yeah. just jump in just so the, the plot for dragon age origins uh dark spawn are trying to take over the world dark spawn stop it stop that's it. the plot yeah you're a great <laughs> burden and you're trying to make it stop yep yep you're part of a really cool like super specialized military organization called Elite the Grey Wardens. But they ain't got no griffins anymore, so... Yeah. Extinction is bad. Problems. Super bad. Problems. You heard it here first, folks. Fucking <laughs> extinction. Bad. <laughs> I think that's a pretty good coverage of just the whole game. I, yeah. We're good now. <laughs> yeah, we're good. Okay, see you later. Bye. <laughs> so we're obviously talking about everybody's favorite aka our favorite romance interest in Dragon Age Origins, Alistair. <laughs> and y'all don't forget, Jordan's sober right now, so. Uh, <laughs> I'm high on excitement, okay? Okay. okay. <laughs> so we're talking about Alistair, who is your human warrior, Grey Warden fellow warrior. Former Templar. Game. Former Templar, of course. How could I we forget? I do wield the- that shit. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, Alistair in this game was voiced by Steve Valentine. What up, Steve Valentine? Everybody's five. most loved voice in the Dragon Age Origins. We greatly appreciate you. Yeah, Will not so- lie. I watched um, Crossing Jordan a few years after playing Dragon Age, just like by crazy random happenstance, and his character came on, and I was just like, it's Alistair. Oh, oh, fuck, it's Alistair. And I got really excited. So, <laughs> yes, he is fantastic, obviously. <laughs> yeah, like, high five for all the voice actors because yeah. so good. Sometimes it's thankless, man, but they fucking work their asses off. It's Same hard seriously. shit. And it, like, really affects the experience. Like, oh, God, yes. Top to bottom. Like, if he didn't do such a stellar job with this, mm-hmm. I would not have fallen in love with Alistair like I did. Like, I, I was straight up Twitter painted. Straight up Twitter painted. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, have you ever licked a lamp post, post in, in winter? winter? <laughs> I, come on. So <laughs> it's so good. He does so good. an amazing job. <laughs> just like, <laughs> he, he captures the awkward in just yes. the best way. Oh, God. I said it before. Alistair is what I imagine I would be if I were a video game character. <laughs> just extremely awkward, but really sincere and oh, really sincere. good at hitting things in the face. Yes. <laughs> so, But his character is, like, and he does such a great job of just bringing the feeling of just that sincerity and just the <gasps> absolute, like, you feel it. You feel it in your Oh, face. yeah. Like. <laughs> feelings <laughs> and, as fuck. Yeah. Yep. Such feelings. Uh, we do also want to call out um, the writers who worked on Dragon Age. So the, the lead writer was David Gator. Um, and the 
um, I guess, the underwriters. Uh, this first one, I believe, is French, so I'm going to give that a go. Fure Baudouin, um, Cheryl Chi, Daniel Erickson, Jennifer Hepler, Mary Kirby, Lucas Christiansen, and Jay Turner. So um, obviously all of them had a huge part in just where the romance with Alistair go. High five to the writers. Cause yeah. knows, goodness knows the writers never get enough credit Agreed. and they did some really good writing. I mean, yeah, just super good dialogue. Love it. And they did a lot of writing because oh this isn't just a straightforward game. This game branches the fuck so off. Branches. So You've got choices. To- yeah, they had to come up with multiple endings to cover all of the different ways your character could have played this game. So, well, and, and played end to end, I think the number that it works out, all of Alistair's romantic moments pull out to more than an hour and 38 minutes. That is mm-hmm. like as long or longer than your average rom-com. But it is just not even, straight romantic dialogue. Yeah, that's not even counting the... Episodes. Exactly. <laughs> that's not even counting the party dialogue that just comes up oh, when you're yeah. running around. Oh, and that's chatting. the best. The and best. that can be some of the best dialogue in the entire game. Like so you're seriously. just running around and people start accusing Alistair of watching your ass. It's like <laughs> you got to give props to the team for all of that added yeah, it's personalization good. and world building. <laughs> I, I do enjoy how Alistair's dialogue mentions the fact that his ears blush. I have that problem, yeah. so I appreciate <laughs> it very much. Thank you for that. <laughs> Just a lot of cute little, like, intimate details yes. that they pull into these romances oh, and yeah. Alistair especially it's just fantastic well and they just give him all of that fodder for Steve Valentine to take it and be like oh yeah I got this I'm gonna make yes. him feel the feels I'm squeezing all the hearts yes <laughs> and um it might be a good time to go into the character plot yes. um kind of go through Alistair's storyline throughout the game and um, our feelings about it, obviously, <laughs> um, because you guys would just be watching his playthrough on YouTube, honestly, if you didn't want to <laughs> <laughs> listen to us wax poetic about how lovely and so uh, hurt um, I was not told there would be waxing. Uh, I'm not prepared for this. Well, we can wax on and then wax off. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. All right. Gotcha. <laughs> Dear God. Okay. <laughs> to start off with, introduction of Alistair. Um, so we're obviously going to be talking in pretty broad terms a little bit, just because <laughs> you can meet him with multiple different origins in your background, right? So no, we're not going to... No, no, I, just no, I, no, no, that, no I yeah, yeah. You have multiple origins you could have played through, gotcha, and that gotcha, affects gotcha, gotcha. your dialogue, is what I meant. Oh, right, okay. Right. So... You don't meet him before anybody else. (laughs) I was like, wait a minute. When did you meet Alistair before Ostagar? I need to go replay. So so, uh, we're mostly going to be glossing over specific character background stuff, but we obviously have specific character backgrounds that we favor and play. So that might come into discussion here, as is the nature of Dragon Age Origins. Do you need a wine refill, Connie? You seemed pretty upset. I'm texting Ethan to bring me a beer. Okay. So, to start <laughs> off with then, um, you meet Alistair in Ostagar. 
which and he's is a the base super camp. smart ass. He's such yes. a smart ass. I actually forgot that you could flirt with him that early, mm-hmm. right? Uh, because I started playing last Thursday because I was just like, "Fuck, we're gonna be talking about origins." It's been a minute, so I started to play through again. And mm-hmm. you flirt with him so fast. Yeah, yeah. you it's have the option. Super flirting. It's so good. <laughs> And it's it's funny because the way that they introduced Alistair, they were like, obviously, we have to make this guy memorable and have an impact. So <laughs> one of the characters is like, go find Alistair. I need him to talk to you guys for your next quest. So you go and find him. And he's delivering a message to a mage that is Hates him. mad. And then, yeah, like, the mage is like, fuck yeah. your couch. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, how dare you tell me and harass me that the Chantry sister wants to meet me, the Chantry mother, um, wants to meet me. I am not here for this kind of harassment. We're here to help you guys. And Alistair is just like, yes, I delivered a message to you. <laughs> Very harassed. Much wow. <laughs> In the mage's defense, the Chantry can get a little bitchy. But and in Alistair's defense, he's cute, so. Right. Like, in Alistair's defense, he was. They did send Alistair there as an insult. Alistair used to be a Templar. Yeah. And if yeah, you yeah, know yeah. anything about the game, which we'll tell you about right now in case you don't, because we don't want anybody to feel dumb. Don't feel the dumb. Templars <laughs> are basically the babysitters for the mages. Inside I would call of the them mage cops. Oh, yeah, mage cops. Yeah. That's better. Yeah, mage, mage cops. For the majors. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, mage cops. Mage yeah. cops. That sounds a little more, less, it's I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Mage cops. Warden sounds like they're gray. Exclusively too close awful. close to the gray. Yeah, too close <laughs> to the gray. We love the gray. <laughs> um, but he is a gray warden now. Um, he's a junior gray warden. So he's brand new, six months into being a gray warden. Mm-hmm. You Googled um, that. You Googled that. No, it's no, in I the knew that. of the storyline because he yeah. told you that. He says that he's six months into his, after his joining. Okay, well, your girl was paying attention to the flirting instead. So. Yes. <laughs> so uh, right away when you're introduced to him, you have this witty repartee back and forth. Um, he's a snarky man. You can snark back. It only increases the snarkiness level. It's, so good. <laughs> it's pretty great. He vibes yeah. with my like personal actual snark level, which is very high. Mm-hmm. It is. So. It is high. <laughs> my, I, if I remember what flirting is, I think my flirting was mainly sarcasm. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't still yeah. flirt with Brad sometimes? I don't remember how. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. I was bad at it to begin with. I, so Hey, I'm not saying that the snark always works. <laughs> I, it doesn't, but <laughs> I've been married for so long, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> uh, too bad I never married Alistair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I still have a chance, guys. I'll I'll take Do the it. hit for the team. I play elves. <laughs> I always play elves. So, after you meet Alistair, you get more introduction into this whole Grey Warden life in Circle. So, you kind of get the lowdown on what Grey Wardens are. Uh, you go on a mission to get the profiles, basically. Yeah. The, <laughs> the Darkspawn blood, so you can do the joining ceremony to officially become a part of the Grey Wardens with a couple other recruits. Uh, Alistair is actually 
the first party member that you can actually have besides the dog, um, which is only in oh. one playthrough. <laughs> the uh, you can't playthrough. get the dog until after. The origin playthrough for the human noble starts you off with the dog. Oh, yeah. really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's your dog. You would know if you ever played humans. <laughs> I but never played humans. Such an elf racist. <laughs> you wouldn't know. <laughs> Let's not start the fantasy racism yet. We're definitely going to get into that later. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Alistair is the first playable character you can get unless you started the human noble okay, origin. Okay. Okay. Um, All right. In which case, you can get the dog. Tawny, some people just do research you. before we oh. do podcasts. Do you want to talk about my five pages of notes? I just skipped that piece because I've never played a human and I didn't think to Google it. <laughs> yep. So that's not thorough. Why can't <laughs> anyway. we be friends? Why can't we be friends? Why can't we be friends? Sarah, I appreciate the sing-along. <laughs> <laughs> so to get back into the story, um, you go through this quest and you get the dark spawn blood. Um, that sort of familiarizes yourself a little bit more with Alistair, introduces you to some characters you're going to meet later um, that are plot important, and sort of gets you into this rhythm with having a multiplayer game. So you go through this, you get your vials, and then you do the joining ceremony. Which is so, scary as shit. It's super scary. Yeah. I actually, I totally forgot until I was playing the other day that, like, one dude gets murdered, the other dude just doesn't live through the thing, and then Dunk is like, drink the shit. And you're like, okay. Okay. Like, um, I'll there's drink, no I'll, third option. <laughs> I'll drink the shit. Sure. I'm, uh, are you, Alistair? Is this cool? Great. So, cool. Yeah. Drink the so, shit. I'm so glad you survived. Only one person died in my joining. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not better. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. And I think um, within the joining ceremony, I think the origin does play a little bit of um, reference into that. Because if you start with the Dalish elf, you're already tainted and you're going to die. So yeah. if you don't, this, you might as well drink the yeah. cup, you know? That's sort of my um, preferred origin playthrough is the Dalish elf origin. Um, Mahariel is the last name for that particular origin. I was and actually, the first time I played through, I was an elf mage, so everyone mm-hmm. hated me. I always did, I, yeah. back in the day, I used to do the city elf, so. Dela, or, yeah, city elf, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, just that dark fantasy beginning is, sort of sets the tone for the mm-hmm. entire game. And sets the tone for the Grey Warden organization that you so and Alistair are both part of. <laughs> Duncan know? does not, like... Does not tell you anything. He's just no. like they don't tell oh, anybody shit. Seriously, that's like a they plot don't tell point. Jack off. The game. Oh, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, Duncan in our friend zone. You might as well oh, name. Yeah, we did forget. Freaking, Duncan. you might as well name your character Jon Snow because you know nothing. You know nothing. And you honestly, know nothing. I did want to hit this, and I'll talk about this later after we go over his plotline. Alistair has so many plot points similar to Jon Snow. He does, actually. Oh, fucking It's a lot. God (laughs) fucking He's the bastard child of the king. We haven't gotten to that plot bit yet, but... (laughs) It comes up. 
Yeah. So he reacts to things differently, obviously, than Jon Snow. But, like, he's not sure who yeah, his like mother is. Yeah, he doesn't is. fuck his aunt. Oh, I'm sorry. We That's said true. spoiler warning. <laughs> yes, we did. Shush. <laughs> we did. Um, we have him not knowing who his mother is. We have him the bastard child of a king. No, we but have, he does no, know he knows exactly was. who his mother was. No, he doesn't. He, yeah, yes, no, he does. Because at Red Castle. Red, because Red Castle. she went to go visit his, his sister. Yeah. So he, that was a lie. What? No, 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 no. No, his mother is Fiona. The elven grand enchanter in Inquisition. No, no, yeah, no, it's not. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Wait, 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 yeah. wait, 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 wait. What? No, I didn't, I didn't know this. No, I I'm revealing this. this to you for the first time. Yes, I'm so, doing it now because I don't believe you. Grand enchanter Fiona used to be a gray warden, and you find out all of you the can't quit being a gray warden. You don't just quit that shit. Exactly. That's an entire plot point with her character. It's how she got what out of the, the gray fu- wardens. It's Jordan. super weird. I am blowing your mind now. I'm so. Oh sorry. my god! It says this in the wiki. I know. What the because fuck? I did research. <laughs> okay, but hang on though. This. So they Alistair. lied to Alistair on who his mother was. So wait, 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 wait. His sister Goldana is not his sister. Oh, good. Right. She's that woman She's is a bitch. A bitch. Yeah. But oh, it's not really fuck. his sister. <laughs> so, so wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. As an elven woman, why can I not marry the half-elven Alistair? Because nobody knows that he's half-elven, Tawny. Fantasy racism, Tawny. I'm offended. Not already mentioned fantasy racism. I'm so offended. (laughs) I'm sorry, podcast listeners, that we jumped ahead of the plot. (laughs) But I had to blow some minds, apparently, in talking about this is why I should have saved the Jon Snow comment (laughs) You know, okay, so I feel really bad because I'm pretty positive I may have let Grand Fie- Grand Enchanter Fiona like die or some shit in Inquisition because she fine. shows up later. You don't know. Yeah, she but does. I still feel bad. No, yeah. I feel fucking bad about yeah. it. God damn so it! It's difficult. This fucking and game. And we can talk about this at the end with all of the Alistair stuff that happens after this game because there's a lot of it. Right. Um. But all of this like digs in further and further the more you go and alistair is one of the characters with the most content out there in terms of dragon age comics and books. i'm and just very shocked right now shocked right now and think about it this way too he's also part of a military organization that's the last line of defense against yeah. ancient evil that is <sighs> you destroy on the walls oh jesus fucking oh man alistair's a fucking <laughs> John Snow, god damn it. But, 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 oh, I gotta put out there one, he's cuter. <laughs> Two, his less voice whiny. is better. Yeah. <laughs> Three, he's less whiny. Uh, well, yeah, that's legit. Four, he's Alistair. Yeah, he is. I do consider him a separate <laughs> character, if only because he reacts to everything and doesn't sleep with his aunt. Um, <laughs> but, but to get into his storyline in this game (laughs) where you don't know all of this stuff um after the joining you kind of go through the first major battle with the dark spawn right like this is the big one a couple of origin items you have fought dark spawn before but this is the first time as a gray warden that you are 
experiencing dark spawn battle. Right. And, and you guys can't Warden, even go with the main charge. Right. Cause the gray wardens are fighting as the vanguard for the King mm-hmm. and you, because you're a junior woodchuck gray warden, <laughs> you get stuck with Alistair to go light the beacon. Yep. The two the junior gray wardens get sent to, uh, a tower, which is supposed to be completely available and defended and the tower of not overrun by Darkspawn. <laughs> but we know that Logan's a douche. Well, no, that wasn't his fault. It probably was. Was it? So, not the, not the tower. I think it might have been. Sure? I'm pretty sure the tower wasn't it. It was I, the rest mm, of the thing. It was see. the turning around thing. Nope. But, yeah, it's but Logan's fault. It's but you guys... Fight your way to the top of the tower. Yeah, after light you find the it. beacon because the beacons are lit. Gondor calls Gondor for aid. Calls for aid. Yes, you can see the influences here from Lord of the Rings <laughs> as well as the Song of Ice and Fire. And then Logan <laughs> turns tail and fucking runs like the little asshole he is. God, Logan's so, such a bitch. Yeah, such a to bitch. tell you guys how this happens, Logan looks at the battlefield, sees the soldiers and vanguard gray wardens getting slaughtered and is like bye we're gonna well just kidding fuck him yeah fuck him and as you guys light the beacons his party turns tail and they all retreat and leave you all there to die um, it starts a major character thing for alistair who hates Loghain. So that's obviously going to come up later because it's a big political player in the game. But throughout the game, Loghain and Alistair fucking no way. <laughs> yeah, they're not well, friends. It, it, depending on how you play your character, you can also be directly on the side of Alistair of Loghain's a douche. Yeah. Or you can Which kind of like... Yeah. yeah, yeah, And that's what's so good about this game is you can pick and choose what stances you take. Um, but then you both get rescued by Flemeth instead of dying in a uh, stampede of dark Super spawn. Bad way. Yeah. Um, a dragon swoops down, picks you up, takes you off the tower. You wake up and recover in a hut with Flemeth. Uh, one and of the Morrigan. characters that you ran into. Yes. And Morrigan. Uh, characters that you ran into when you were doing your uh, joining fetch quest. Fun story. Flemeth is voiced by. I can't remember her name now. <laughs> but she's Captain Janeway. Ooh, really? Yes. I did not Same know. Same woman. Yeah. If you could look up her name, because I'm lazy. Yeah, I can do that. Oh, God, it's driving me nuts, and I can't believe I re- don't remember it. I had it earlier today. It is Catherine. No, that's, <laughs> that's the name <laughs> of the character. Uh, played by Kate Mulgrew. Yeah, Kate Mulgrew. That's what I was thinking. Kate Mulgrew voices Flemeth, and Claudia really? Black. Yeah, Claudia Black. If voices you Morgan. are familiar with Farscape. <laughs> totally voices Morgan. I did know that. Baller. <laughs> like yeah. that mixture between sci-fi and fantasy. Yeah. You know? Super Bring those it. sci-fi actors into our fantasy settings, please. Thanks. <laughs> 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 but I think... Um, yeah, Mulgrew sort of, is great, though. Yeah. She's freaking great. <laughs> I love them. But that definitely is sort of the, the kickstart start of your quest at the very beginning of the game you go through and then have 
you know, a big sweeping adventure where you, you know, save cities and like save a tower and save a dwarven civilization. You do a lot of saving. Well, you know what? One of the biggest switches, I think, in the entire series is that you almost feel like in the beginning you're going to be working with King Kalen and like it's going to be the big deal. And then suddenly King Kalen's fucking dead. And you're yeah. like, oh, fuck. And Duncan is dead. And all of the Grey Wardens are dead. And Alistair basically is like, I don't want to be in charge of this. And you're oh, like, yeah. um, I'll do it. Basically, everybody that you met at the dead. start of the game at Asagar is dead. This, <laughs> everybody. Is like, this is like a designated survivor situation where yeah. everyone is dead. And suddenly you have the Secretary of Education running the entire world. With <laughs> okay, Battlestar. Okay. Yeah, right, you know? I see you. <laughs> and I think, um, like you guys said, it is a very interesting note for Alistair's character, too, because when you are on your way out to begin this quest and you're talking about where to go and where you should uh, go first to try to gain allies, you get the buck passed to you by Alistair, who has oh, yeah. been a warden for. Six, six months, months longer than you have and sort of passes He's that off. Six months like you're in two days. Yeah. Right. He passes that off. You don't know anything about Nothing. being a Grey Warden. You were made a Grey Warden and then they were like, oh, by the way, we're having this big battle tonight. So we'll talk about all yes, the important Grey stuff later. And yeah. sidebar, here's these treaties. Have fun figuring that out. Yeah. Ah, well, Thousand-year-old treaties. <laughs> To be fair, we got that from Plymouth and Morrigan. Well, but we were trying to find them out in the middle of nowhere. They're yeah. like thousand-year-old treaties that Fucking haven't been honored in ever. Our yeah. conscription treaties. treaties, which we can say, <laughs> join us. Right. Or you're breaking the treaty. Right. <laughs> but or you in die of video game terms, let me do this quest for you, and you yep. will agree to <laughs> honor this treaty. Um, but yeah, you get the responsibility of leading this entire campaign to well, see you basically lead the rebellion like that's what it winds up being eventually like it's not really, five people. <laughs> i wouldn't say rebellion eventually i think it becomes that yeah i think kind it of, but it, you aren't thinking about it as against low gain and the crown you're thinking true. about gathering the army to fight the invading dark spawn the arch demon yeah so I, I don't know if I'd consider it a rebellion, but I can see that equivalence, right? I think because it gives you those vibes, right? Like you're running from various things that you've mm-hmm. created a lot of en- enemies. You've created a lot of places that you're not welcome yeah. and you have to kind of skirt around that a lot. So. Yeah, it's a really kind of stressful situation to be in when it's first explained to you because you're like, your nearest allies are like a thousand miles away. Right. Have fun walking. We don't have cars <laughs> or planes. Or a tent, technically. I think, like, Morgan is the only one that has the tent, and that's yeah. because she probably brought hers from the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Plymouth was like, here you go, darling, have a tent. Yeah. <laughs> love, I will show you. <laughs> I'm you right now. Um, but, yeah, I think um, – in terms of like the beginning of the game, you can go anywhere from there. So there's many different ways you can learn more and have more of his backstory revealed to you. But I think usually what ends up happening next is you eventually arrive at Redcliffe and Alistair is like, wait, before we go there, I kind of got to tell you something. 
Like, Let's just discuss some shit that I kind of forgot to mention. And you're just like, real quick, just real fast. And you're like, oh my God, what is it? <laughs> because he's like really hemming and hawing over it. And he tells you that he's actually the bastard son of oh, King, King Merrick. Fuck King Merrick's half brother. Yeah. <laughs> so King Kalen was Alistair's half brother. Um, they kind of kept that on the DL. He hasn't really told anybody about it. You kind of assume that only a couple people know about it at all. And he even tells you, like, the reason I didn't tell you is because, you know, I didn't really want to talk about it and didn't want you to treat me any differently. Random sudden thought that I just suddenly had. When you run into Galdana and she says that there that her mother died in childbirth. That's probably the truth then. They weren't lying to her. Well, they said that the babe also died. Right, so that's what I'm that saying. Could have been the so truth, she died yeah. in childbirth and the baby died. That's probably actually fucking true because Alistair is not that baby. He just thinks he is. Yes. <gasps> yeah. Oh, man. And my brain cannot handle this type no. of thing right now. I'm glad now. that you guys had this realization live on podcast or yes! to <laughs> capture it. <laughs> oh, the, man, I feel as really someone who's played the Dragon Age games at least twice each, yep. and that includes the second one because yep. it's not my favorite, <laughs> I am, I, where was it? It wasn't, it's not obvious. It's probably not in the fucking games. It's probably not not in Origins. It's not mentioned in Origins. So you wouldn't have found it in Origins. Was it in DA2? Because the amount of attention I played to that one was... Not in DA2. It's a companion novel was where the first introduction came from. Okay. 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 It's in the extended universe. I believe it. I also think it's in Inquisition. I think Fiona makes a comment. Mm-mm. No, Mm-mm. she doesn't. Your girl has played nice. Inquisition three times. Mm. Yeah, nothing. four times, three and yeah. a half. I pretty, I'm Mm-mm. pretty sure that I remember. Mm-mm. Internet fight. <laughs> Maybe. No. Okay. I'll have to look. I'll make sure to look when we do our Inquisition episode. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so we can do that. I should have looked it up to see if I could find it. I di- I wasn't aware you guys were going to be so shocked by this revelation, or I would have come with know. me. <laughs> I'm not reading the companion novels. I mean, I got like, I would. I just happens. I got Mass Effect graphic novels over here, but that's your not- girl is reading other comic books right now. It's quarantine, yo. Yeah, <laughs> uniques. I got like, I got the like uniques. Oh yes, the uniques. So good. Anyhow, I'm so glad you like that. I so love it. Uh, yes, up, y'all. watch the uniques. Yes. They're great. I mean, read, so the read, read them. <laughs> read, read them. It's not a show. Do read it. them. <laughs> They're great. You can um, but, cartoons. but his confession um, about what he is did lead to one of my favorite Alistair lines of all time that the fan- fandom did run away with. Um, he tells you all of this and you ask him, is there anything else that we should know about? And he says, besides my unholy love for fine cheeses and a minor obsession with my hair. No, that's it. Just I love, that I is love a great that line. line. It's such, a, it's good such line. a good line. It's right up there with the lamppost line. Lampposts in yeah. winter. <laughs> yeah. And he, he sells it. Like Steve Valentine does such a oh, good yeah. job <laughs> with all of these lines. It's so good. Like, and cause you gotta know, like these voice actors are working in a, oh, yeah. in a booth. They're not oh, yeah. playing off of somebody else. Like, yeah. well, especially like 
even your character within the game doesn't actually speak in origins like yes, during these conversations it's just the text much prompt. that sucks yeah it does kind of suck that's one of the things i'm glad they pulled out for inquisition that like they actually have things voiced mm-hmm. da2 yeah because you get to be sassy yeah so yes. they were like we have to make that real <laughs> you have to you have to have that prompt for the other character to go off of when you're being a sassy bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. you're just looking at Alistair and you're like, weird text prompt, and your character is looking at him with this blank face, and then he's like, ah, yes, ha, 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 ha. And you're like, damn it, <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't give you any input. That's, maybe that's actor brain. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's okay. Hey, it could, that's how it works, you know? Yeah. Um, but after... That plot line at Redcliffe, um, that entire thing happens about how you deal with that entire plot. Depending on how you deal with that, you have another conversation with Alistair because the the Arl and his family raised Alistair mm-hmm. until he was like a young teenager. Um, they didn't raise him well. It's ten. mentioned a couple he times. Ten. 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 Yes. Ten. To go to the chantry. Yes. They shipped him off to the t- Chantry at 10, and it's mentioned in the game that the Arl was having him sleep in the dog kennels. Yeah. Um, no, it wasn't yeah. the Arl. It was the Arles who was doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does make, well, he makes the joke it. about having been raised by dogs. Yeah. And yeah. Um, he slept in the kennels. Yeah. He was joking about that, though. I, I don't know how I think that was realistic. Because I do think it was a joke. I he think was, was joke. treated very poorly. <laughs> but not by like, the Arl, by the Arles. I think when he remarried. I think the Arl tried to like keep him to the side a little bit too. A little bit. But just like but, keeping him to the side not doesn't necessarily mean he was treated poorly. Yeah. Granted, nobody should really just be put to the side, but as a child, you know, he's, but he's <laughs> right. Like he's yeah. just trying to fight a lot of the rumors, and this is a crazy universe, and there's dogs spawn, mm-hmm. and Griffins went extinct. I mean, there's only so much somebody can do. Yeah, <laughs> but definitely the Arlesa did not like him. <laughs> oh yeah, not a and fan. the friction there is what caused the Arl to Arl Arl Arl. I'm just gonna call him Eamon. Arl Eamon. Um, <laughs> Even to ship him off to the Chantry to be a uh, Templar, basically. Templar, um, which are totally not Lyrium so epics. Because the Arl Kingdom at Redcliffe raised him in a way, um, depending on how you handle that quest can affect your experience with him. Mm-hmm. Um, if you choose one of the darker options like killing the child <laughs> um oh, he isn't very happy with you about Poor that Connor. yeah you can do a third option which he's appreciative of he is thankful for that but also yeah. just to give you uh an interesting thing you actually meet cullen mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. you go to the, the circle of magi yeah and he's in the circle of magi origin as well yeah yes he has a crush on you. <laughs> oh, I've never played a mage. As a female yep. character. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Aw, <laughs> Colin. He's a player. Yeah. Right? <laughs> He's well, a straight player, Colin. So He's a straight player. Ooh. In 
in the origin though for that he like blushes and runs away whenever he talks to you okay so, i mean that sounds about like, right for him too yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I by think, the time um, we get to inquisition he's a little more hardened mm-hmm. <laughs> you not obviously much, didn't say the not same much. things that i said to him though <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can yeah. definitely still make him blush, but he doesn't run away. Yeah. <laughs> he walks. He, he becomes hardened. Yeah, Tani, we got the dick joke. <laughs> oh, I didn't even... Oh, See, I knew joke. Sarah didn't get it. God damn Sarah, it. You had to watch joke. the screen, Sarah, because she was literally doing this. <laughs> With the fist, yeah. yeah. With the um, fist. It was a dick joke. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that works on a couple. See, this is why I'm Alistair. <laughs> <laughs> there is, uh, I mean, there's that great moment where you talk to Alistair about whether or not he's had sex before, and he's just like, I'm sorry, what? He just You're is like, pretending. But I that's, know. He's pretending. No, I don't know if he's he is. I don't like, know what? if he is. At least the first that's one, right. he's kind of like, uh, pardon? And you're like, no, no. The thing, have you, have you done it? And he's like, uh yeah uh what thing mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm gonna look at he my plays watch it off. he's i i'll have to re-listen to that part so maybe the first time but as soon as like you don't want to say sex okay, yep. which is one of the options oh, to yeah. say sex but when you do the you know what i'm talking about he's like do i know what i'm talking about <laughs> I, but that's when you get the lamp-posted winter line yeah. <laughs> if yep. you select that option a couple times um yep. he asks but, like, have I ever danced the rum and gold? Have I, uh... <laughs> no, the like, dancing the rum and gold is if King Kalen asks me to dance a rum and gold in a dress, I'll do yeah. it fine. And you say something, and he says, well, he it says better be a pretty dress. <laughs> yeah. But I oh, think... Oh, yeah, you say, would you do it for me? And he says, if it's a pretty dress. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't remember the things that he used as an example, but he me throws either. out a bunch of examples, and then he throws out, or, like, the lamppost in winter, and you're like, you know what I mean? He's like, why? Have you ever licked a lamppost in winter? winter? <laughs> like, super good. And <laughs> you get to tease him and he makes fun of you a little but it's it's pretty fun that's it's a good conversation it's pretty good, it's pretty good. <laughs> the the overall conversations that you get to have with alistair so are good. fantastic They're like so good. They are it good. really like drives home you have heart-to-heart conversations about the gray wardens mm-hmm. you talk about the death of duncan which hits him super hard yeah. and you can go and a, find duncan's shield to give to him and that's a yeah. big deal that's a big quest for him to um show that you're listening to what he says because so many people <laughs> ignore him because he's so snarky and jokey. Um, well, and, and I think then, a lot of people during his life have ignored him because they're like, oh, you're just you. Yeah, mm-hmm. just there, <laughs> honestly. And I think um, he even talks about growing up in the Chantry where the common-born kids wouldn't want to talk with him because they thought he put on airs and the yeah. noble-born kids were like, well, you're just a bastard. I'm not talking to you. So he was put in an awful position. Like, No, I just want to hug everywhere. baby Alistair forever. I know. Such a sweetie. I mean, My that heart hurts. hurts. It informs so much of his character into why he hates his parentage, <laughs> um, how he doesn't want to even be considered for the throne because he's been spending so much of his life trying to get away from that. And well, I you think know, so many people in his character's life told him that he wasn't worth it. Mm-hmm. Oh. He's been pushed to the side or treated awfully. Yeah, I just want to hug him. 
And that I feel like interacts so well with how his romance plays out Mm -hmm. about being honest about wanting you being serious about it and needing that in your validation with him. Yeah. Yeah. So if you mock him or like you tease him too much or deny that, like you feel that way, that obviously results in a negative. It doesn't go well. Yeah. Yeah. It hurts his feelings basically because he isn't confident enough in himself to sort of take that as a joke or with a grain of salt, you know? Well, like you can joke with him. Like that's, he kind of appreciates that. But as soon as it turns into personal jabs, then it like, then it goes too far and it becomes a little much. Definitely not a fan of that. Yeah. (sighs) Which who is? No. Who is? Yeah. So you get to go through all of that stuff with Alistair and you get all the heartwarming stories and then you get to bone. You finally <laughs> bone. Because you first ask him and he's like, oh, 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 you want to do that? And you're like, yep. yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like, oh, I'm so flattered. You're such a beautiful woman. But also like. I'm sorry. Card. <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like we should wait. Like I just am very serious about that. Like he is not into casual boning when you first bring this up with him at all. No. Um, like throughout your flirting Which, with him, you can some get people there. Are not that. Yeah. Yeah. Some people it, are not that. But I think that's so sweet for his character. It makes so much sense for his character in particular. Like it needs to be a very deep emotional connection. And he's probably never had a deep emotional connection with literally anyone ever. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting too, because if your character tries to push him on it, he does not react well. Like he stonewalls. He like shuts down on you. He's like, well, I'm, think we should stop talking here like he like it just is not possible to push the envelope with him in that way well and so another thing that comes up (laughs) if you flirt with multiple people including Alistair like you definitely have that scene where he pulls you aside and he's like is it us or you and him yeah or you and her like is this a thing yeah a couple of romances have that breakup scene where if you're trying to romance multiple characters at the same time they shut it down they're like you get to a certain point in the relationship and they see that in the game data they're like "Ooh, alistair's mad zephyrin's mad liliana's not happy about this that fucking scene is tough Mm -hmm. because like i so i did one playthrough where i was gonna finally gonna romance zev and i just couldn't i kept flirting with alistair because he's so damn sweet and you just can't not and you have that scene where Alistair is like, you need to make this decision. And Zev is like, whatevs. And you're like, oh, Severin. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so your it's, girl wound um, up picking Alistair. It was rough, but yeah. here we are. And there are some cheats in the game to where you can do things a certain way. So you end up with multiple characters. Or there's some instances in the game where if you make the correct choices, you can have, say, a threesome. With or, Isabella. Or Isabella, you can actually get up to a foursome. I'm yes. pretty sure. Yeah. Yep. With her and Zev and Leliana, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so or it might so. be even <clears throat> Alistair and Liliana. Yeah. Or I Alistair remember exactly who it was. Dev. I don't remember the exact. Uh, but you can get four. Yeah, but you can get up to four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, <laughs> it's it's one of those uh, touches into the game, which is just super interesting. Um, and weirdly, like, I'll, I'll hold off 
no, I'll just say it now. In the game, everybody like really talks up Alistair's sexual skills, which is weird for it's a virgin. So weird. But so weird. <laughs> they're all like, he's super athletic. He's like super attentive. He has his own ideas. <laughs> like, well, Liliana literally looks at you. Liliana literally looks at you and says, I bet he takes orders really well. She does. <laughs> she does. That's and great. you you do have the option to like respond a couple of different ways to her. Like you can say that, you know, he gets overexcited <laughs> um, in innuendo form, or you can say, yeah. And sometimes he even has his own ideas too. And she's like, Oh, that's great. Oh. And Alistair's like, what are you guys giggling about? <laughs> You're like, nothing, like, nothing. I love that. And she's performance. Like, you are in bed. <laughs> no, she says your performance. And he goes, my performance in, in what? Liliana, like, totally calls it out too she's yeah. like oh how you are in bed and he's yeah. like women what are you talking about <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you guys yeah and um it is like in isabella's situation if you guys have a threesome or foursome with her she's like can i like borrow Al- alistair for a week every summer, every summer. <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah that one killed me i was yeah. like bitch fuck off <laughs> But also, I made the I made the the choice that was like, no, no, it's his choice. I don't control him. Yeah, and he's like very awkward about it. <laughs> it's it's one of those things where you feel like Alistair has that sort of enough of a closet pervert about him that he's like, oh, girl versus girl. So he really wants to see that. <laughs> he's he thought about all these things. Yeah. And he says something about that if you're also romancing Liliana. He's like, well, hot, I know, but you have to choose between us. <laughs> in, like, the, in the three-player uh, triangle situation, yeah. you know? Yeah. That's, so, so when it's you and Zev and him, he's like, I'm very uncomfortable and this is not okay. And yeah. you're like, but... I just wanted to flirt with everyone. And Juliana, he's not okay with it too, but he okay. laughed it off a little bit more, okay. you know? And um, it's just one of those things where it's like, I like how they put that realism in there a little bit where he, it could be like, you need to shut this down because mm-hmm. of an existing relationship that you're trying to have. And that also helps you in case you're accidentally romancing multiple people at the same time. Been there, been there. I've done that. Um, yeah, it's very easy. To yeah. Do. Especially um, in Origins because they don't like tag the, the, the sexy comments with anything. Yeah. It's just in the multiple choice. And you're like, this doesn't sound flirty. And then you yeah. click it and you're like, oh. Oh, that, that was, was flirty. flirty. <laughs> or if yeah. you accidentally over-gift somebody, yeah. so you give yep. them a lot of gifts, their yeah. approval's way too high, you know, it, it yeah. hurts you. Yeah. I I was real bad at that, because mm-hmm. I just didn't know. I'm just real bad at figuring out when I'm flirting or not, Yeah, especially yeah. in games. <laughs> That's yeah. why, at least with, I think DA2, they did it, but definitely Inquisition, they have all of the sexy ones marked with the little the hearts. Heart. Yeah. <laughs> Which is nice. Yeah. Very helpful. Thank you, Bioware. Yeah. For all of Thank you for that. Oblivious like me. We <laughs> appreciate it. It's hard to read tone through through text. Like it is. it's been said a million times. Double check how you're reading emails and text messages because you don't know the tone that the people are sending it to you in unless they said per your last email. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but like overall, like that was what was a little bit difficult about Origins. You 
weren't quite sure of the tone in some of the choices. I remember hitting upon a couple of things where they were like, well, chill out. And I'm like, I didn't realize that was response. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I thought it was okay. I'm sorry. I thought I was just mentioning a thing and I, then I, no. Chill in my head. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but I think the last, like, just plot relevant thing for Alistair before we get into the meat and the romance <laughs> hit, you know, um, is Goldana. I am so mad right now So that I thought Alistair, it was his sister the whole time. Alistair I thought it was opens his sister up to too. you. So and much. he's like, he also thought it was his sister. So he was like, hey, I I think I have this family left. She pisses me the fuck off. About. Oh, I'm super angry about it. Oh, but at so the same mad. time, but at the and same time, I can understand her position. <sighs> but continue. Mm-mm. Sorry. I can't understand it. Yeah. And she um, lives in Denerim, the, the city, the capital city for Ferelden. And Alistair is like, you know, if if we're nearby, I have her address. Could we like stop there? And then he's like, well, you know, only if we're nearby. And, you know, maybe if you're just feeling like it. And, you know, it's okay if you just forget about it. Because he's really nervous about it. Well, and when it, you get there... You're like, are you sure you don't want to just go in by yourself? And he's like, no, no. And, I mean, uh, 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 you want to go in? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> you have to morally <laughs> just go home. Let's go there. home. Yeah. yeah. And thank God you go in with him because. He's such a bitch. Goldana comes out and she's like, you know, she's a washerwoman in Denerim living by the alienage, which is the basically Slums. ghetto that the. Uh, the elves that live in the city live Um, and she's like you know I don't remember the cost like three pence for washing um, it's like three coins and don't trust that foreign lady because she'll lie to you quote and as soon as she said that I remember going ooh I don't like her it's tough yeah and uh, Alistair sort of stumbles through the whole oh no um actually, I'm here. Um, are you Goldana? And she's like, what do you want? How do you know my name? <laughs> All of that very suspicious stuff. Um, and you can tell this woman has had a hard life. You know, she's a rough person. Got five kids. <laughs> yeah. And Alistair reveals that he's her brother. And she's like, fuck you. Um, my- you do nothing for me. You have done nothing for me. Don't care. Bye bye. Fuck off. She's basically like, unless you're here to give me money, then basically fuck off. (laughs) Um, And you are able to be like, Alistair, I mean, it looks like she doesn't want us here. Do you want to go? And he's like, yeah, we're not welcome. And you guys can leave. She freaking kills me. Yeah. Well, you got to think that the position she's in, she's been F. She's been fucked over her entire life. But to put all of that blame. But to put all of that blame on someone who theoretically killed their mother in childbirth like fuck you know, dude it's also on. a person that's the easiest thing for her to get angry at. yeah and he you know? also has never tried to look her up before this too right, right? I mean, like if he wanted to support her do why I did he try to look her up earlier do i think and, you know, she was right no, you no. got. You got to imagine there are a lot of people who try to get stuff out of her on a daily basis because she's that, living in a not good part of town. It like, hurts me in my kind of, soul because, oh, like, no, if I someone is to reach out to me and be like, "Hey, like, I just wanted to chat with you because this, this, this," right. I'd be like, "Oh, fuck yeah!" Like, 
bro, let's chat. Right. I don't know. But, but no, you I, were I understand where you're coming at a young from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we obviously don't think it was right <laughs> that she treated Alistair that way. We can see where the character beat came from um, and right. why that happened. Also, they aren't really related. So it's kind of one of those. It's not that awful, but we don't know at that time. But yeah, it's just <laughs> is, not pretty. It's not yeah. a good situation. This is the moment in Alistair's story where you can quote-unquote harden him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I personally have always given her money. I've always been like, yes, dude, here's 50 gold, give it to your sister. And I know that's really soft and like whatever, but every time I'm like, she's had such a hard life and she's got all these kids and okay, whatever, like take it out of our coffers. If you can do something for her, it's 50 gold. At that point, you probably have like a million gold. (laughs) Right. And you can find better armor than you can buy. So what the fuck ever, right? Right. Like, Like no big deal. So this is the opportunity with Goldana's storyline for Alistair that you can harden him non-sexually. Um, <laughs> fair point, is, fair point. It is, um, <laughs> it's the point where you can toughen him up, basically, uh, depending on how you I talk never to do. him. I'm this. so bad. So I always give the like, money to his yeah. sister. Well, it's not even that, right? Like, he has a conversation with you after you leave the house, and you can be, like, very... Supportive. Like, and, yeah. like it's or just okay. be like, yo, suck it up. This is life. Yeah. You well, could have been like... He's my know, sweet summer child, and I must protect him. <laughs> oh, but, I do. like, this is the option that kind of spitballs and makes big ripples at his ending because depending on if you toughened him up or not different options in the end game for him are easier or more difficult <laughs> um, or end well or end badly basically so badly. so that's one of the things that i didn't know the first time i played and like it was tough guys it was tough i'm pretty sure the first time i played through his romance i got dumped <laughs> what what? <laughs> what choices did you make and i thought that he should be king but i didn't think of the whole oh i can't romance you because of fantasy racism so oh. i went back to a previous save and undid all of that i like went back far like a couple See, hours so that's where i always wind up sacrificing myself as the elf gray warden because i refuse to give my sweet summer child over to morrigan and then I just let myself be killed on the archdemon. Yeah. See, but, I never do that. <laughs> and then he doesn't have to make the choice. He doesn't have to be like, but you're a beautiful elf lady, but you can't be a queen because you're a beautiful elf lady, but you're so, my beautiful elf lady. There's a bunch of endings for him. So you don't necessarily have to choose between king or not king, you know? Yeah, like you, you can, can just be, remain a gray warden. He can be king and you can be consort. But he should be king. He'd be good at it. It's more like a mistress. That's why I just let myself be sacrificed on the archdemon. It saves my sweet summer child. I don't have to put myself in that position to be like the other woman, right? Like, you don't have to deal with Anora being a bitch because she is. Dude, I got a fucking serious hate on for that bitch. Right. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, hate her. I don't mind to her. Be- 
in her defense, I do understand how being in her position, she's been forced to be a real hard bitch. Exactly. But she's a bitch nonetheless. Such a bitch. (laughs) She could be so much more understanding. And were I in her place, I would be. Right. So, I, I mean, you know gotta keep in mind true. who her dad is too. Like she's yeah. Logan's daughter, uh, isn't she? Yeah, he, yeah. She is like, like Logan's he's daughter. He's a real Logan's piece a of douche. Work. He's a fucking Logan. piece of work. If there's one person I hate in the entire Dragon Age origin series, like or series um section, it's Logan. Yeah. Taryn like, Logan can fucking suck it. Yeah, he's super McDouche. McDouche Jordan face. doesn't agree. I see her face. I'm trying to think if there's somebody that I dislike more. I feel uh, like the, the, uh, I forget, Knight Commander over the circle is the one I dislike the most. Oh, yeah. The Knight Commanders are kind of mm-hmm. fucking He's in a hard asses. spot. Um, I can't remember his name. Can you um, think it's with an, an A. Spot? I just, it's, no. Logan's a douche because he has so much power and he could do whatever he wants with it. The Knight Commander. Knight Commander Gregor. That's Gregor. it, Gregor. Thank you. I didn't like him. I also hated the keeper from your mm-hmm, elvish mm-hmm. uh, storyline. Um, uh, yeah, it was a guy, something. Yeah, the keeper over the elven plotline is a dude. Uh, the keeper is Zethrid. Zethrid, yes. Who was the lady then that Duncan talks to right in the beginning? If you play a Dalish. It's that well, this isn't your clan. This is a different. Oh, okay. Clan. okay. So it's I was thinking my clan, not got your you, origin. Got you, got you. Yeah. I was thinking of the the clan that you are with. Got you. Yes. Okay. Um, I also really just dislike most of the nobility in Orzammar. <laughs> so <laughs> fucking and awful. I think he's right below them. Logan yeah. is like right below no. those guys. Um, I think he's worse because his, his choices affect more people. Like the the nobility in Orzammar have that ridiculous class thing, and like when you help Dagna escape, like that is a highlight for me in the entire game. Yeah, but like there are fewer dwarves than than Logain affects, and yeah, dwarves are not exactly the nicest people either. Yeah, the, the whole castless so. system. Oh, it's yeah. so bad. Um, which is why it makes me laugh when people label the the one uh, dwarven origin as dwarven commoner. I'm like, not quite. No. I feel like the commoners get a little bit yeah. of a better deal. Dwarven, yeah. like nothing. You're dwarven, like nothing of the earth. <laughs> yeah, like the shit on their heel is what yep. they consider you. Um. But I think I kind of get it where Logan's coming from. I think he was fucking wrong. Um, mm. And I think he did deserve to get executed. Um, Agreed. I don't think he's the worst character in Origins. Uh, in my uh, I have such like a moral... Okay, y'all know this about me, but maybe yeah. our listeners don't. Yeah. Your girl is very, very moralistic. And when and it comes lo- to... You are lawful good as fuck. I really am. I in real life, I don't break laws lightly. Um, it's not or like ever. I smoked pot on New Year's. Oh wow! Damn. I'll send this, I'll send this video. I don't know please. if I can hang out with such a person anymore, Tawny. My God! God. But <laughs> I, I do get like our moralistic stances i'm very black and white there are gray areas but logan for me is black he's on the side of the darkest 
Arl uh, Howe. Arl Howe is the worst. Yeah. But not I, as bad as Logan. Oh, you I do disagree. not abandon your people. You create a plan. You say, I will come when the beacon is lit and yep. I will protect you. And Gondor he turns around and for runs. Gondor I'm, calls for aid, Jordan. Tony, I think he's a piece of shit. <laughs> I don't think that. I don't think that's more inexcusable than the other shit. And also, in battle situations, retreats are a strategy. No. I not in that was situation. Shitty. I it's think so it was shitty. shitty. In that particular situation, that is not gray area. That is black or white. I agree. Yes. He's an asshole. An asshole. Can we just hold on for just a second? Yeah. Yeah. Tawny's lawful good. I feel like Jordan's neutral, and I'm just sitting here laughing because I'm la- chaotic good. <laughs> like that's just how it's going. I'll drink to that. I will. It's, it's the variety that the viewers need. <laughs> I really, seriously, I am lawful good. I'm fucking lawful good most of the time. I'm probably chaotic good. I can. A I lot can of the time. Neutral. neutral good. Neutral is fine for me. Yeah, you're yeah. pretty neutral. Yeah. <laughs> I like to understand as many sides as possible and then judge you on yeah. how good I think you are. I mean, same, but my judgment is much more black and white. <laughs> yeah. But I think um, overall, like the way that the Goldana storyline affects all of the ending for Alistair it is a big turning point. Is wild. Is. Like, no matter what ending you choose for him, how well it goes is dependent on that if he is unhardened and you make him king he's basically a puppet it's like those kinds of stuff like they he's just there and people tell him what to do yeah yeah but to get into (laughs) do we want to go over the endings for his plot in general or do we want to talk about like some more romantic things like the rose and yeah Yeah. let's go general there's so many options at the end so alistair can end in one of four ways, technically. He can, worst case scenario, become a drunk and go across the sea to drink in a pub in Kirkwall. Damn, <laughs> I forgot too. about that. Yep. Yeah. He can um, die. He can Aww. be... Because he sacrifices himself to the, the Archdemon. Yes, he can die with the Archdemon. He can remain a Grey Warden. And he can become king. Um, I always technically, technically, there's a fifth option. He can get executed at the lands meet, but um, normally I've never actually gotten that playthrough. Yeah. So Who it's would? something about Enora. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if Enora is made queen and he's hardened and is like, I'm not swearing fealty to you, I think you can have him killed. But at the same time, if Nora doesn't swear fealty to him, he's all like, we're just going to put you in a cage for a while. In yeah. case I die, well, yeah. if you die, I'll take blah, 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 blah. And you're just that like, is, Nora, yo, That's a hell shit. of a moment. That is a See, hell of a moment. That's one of the good hardened Alistair King moments that I appreciate a lot. Yeah. Um, that doesn't happen if you marry them, though. <laughs> well, right. Yeah. So you can do that. But most romance people don't choose have him marry Nora. The mistress side piece thing isn't everybody's favorite ending. You know what I really wish? I wish there was a D- Detroit Becoming Human system where you could see the, the percentages of who had chosen what. Yeah, that would like, be cool. Uh, anyhow. The... the the highest likelihood of everything. Right, like who did what and how many people did which thing. I yeah. want to know. That Come might on, Bioware. Be we, that might be something we could contact Bioware about. I bet you, did. just from the keep, like I bet you people right. who 
played Dragon Age Origins and then went on to Inquisition, I bet you they have that data. Because yeah. the keep is basically where you keep your saved games so you yeah. can in in great no, that's not the word, incorporate mm-hmm. incorporate that information to the next game. Yeah. So like for Dragon Age two. I wanna know. I'll do some research. I'll see if I can find that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think they did have um, some percentages for uh, races most played, but that is like based off of information shared. Like Mm -hmm. they didn't have a way to pull that just from all games, just games shared. And it was like mostly human, like over 70%, I think. And then like, then it was like 8% elf and then like 2% um, dwarf. Weird. Wow. Which is why I was like, I feel like everybody I know has played elves as main or yeah. Are know? we just weird? Are we weird? Apparently. Yeah. I don't know. But I've never I started a human playthrough once just because I was curious. And then I stopped it and played as an elf again. Yeah. I do feel bad how like um Stonewalled, haha, the dwarves get. Um, but <laughs> it is so really funny. It's terrible, Jordan. How <laughs> Stonewalled the dwarves get. Jesus. I'll take it. I'll take it. But it's like my dog so doesn't rare. agree with that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Like Trinity. so many people don't play through those ones, but it is interesting. You know, mm-hmm. they, they don't have that as a character that you can play after Dragon Age Origins. You can't yeah. play a dwarf. You right. can't fucking romance a dwarf throughout all Which of the games. I swear bullshit. to God. And when we get to Inquisition, we will talk about this. Because... In DA2, I'll talk about it. Uh, I didn't love DA2, so I just don't I have a strong it. of opinions. Oh, I mean, Varric, just in general, I was going to talk about Varric in Inquisition, yeah. so. But he's in DA2. Why would I, you yeah. talk about him in DA2? Because I don't love DA2, but. Yeah, but we're going to be talking about Also, DA2 Bianca, no like, he's so attached. Anyhow, Varric. So, anyways, <laughs> to kind of go into the romance specifically because we spent a lot of time on the plot because there's Um, so much and he's so good and all of the plot points are are so hard hitting and they're relevant yeah and the romance aspects is going to be a lot shorter because it's incorporated you know within his plot as a whole but um one of my favorite things about the initiation of the romance with Alistair is the Rose conversation. Yeah. <laughs> so the very first town that you get to after you leave Ostagar, after the entirety of the Grey Warden. Oh yeah. This is that thing with the pretty thing in the dying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He, he finds a rose on a bush and he sees that everything is being shit. Everything's awful. And he finds this beautiful rose and he has to pick it and save it. So he picks this rose off of a bush and saves it. Uh, later. My heart. Yeah. <laughs> later on, he is talking to you and he's like, you know, I want you to have this. And he tells you the story of why he picked it. He's like, I... I think I wrote down the actual line that he used. It's like okay. everything is awful, but it reminds he, me that things yes. can be beautiful even in the worst situations. Yes. yes. Yeah. And he, I'll let go. Sorry. he <laughs> gives you this rose and he says, you know, I wanted you to have this because I wanted a way to tell you what a rare and wonderful thing you are to find amidst <laughs> all this darkness. Ah, oh, my oh. heart. 
Yeah. I'm dying. This is the grade A purebred California grass fed beef romance. He's <laughs> <laughs> pure. He's he, so pure of heart and soul, and I have to protect him through the whole game. And I always and do. That's not even the end of this one, because I'm going to go through this entire fucking scene that okay, I love. Okay, okay, go for it. He, right. he tries to break the tension when you tell him that you don't think it was presumptuous or, you know, the bad thought to give this to you and tell this yeah. to you with a joke, of course, as he does. And he you know, says, uh, uh, if only we could get past this awkward bit and jump straight <laughs> to the steamy bits. And one of your options, which please choose, is okay, <laughs> off with the armor then. And Steve Valentine fucking delivers. He goes, oh, bluff called, damn, she saw right through me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that Oh, choice. it's the best. It's, it's absolutely... Awesome. I honestly, so probably my favorite part is the first time that you're like, let's go to my tent. And yeah. he goes, oh, oh, like right now though? to your tent, to your, to your tent. Are you thinking of doing things in your tent? And you're <laughs> like, yep. <laughs> and like, he actually turns you down and yeah. like turns it into this whole conversation about like, no, no, like you're really important to me. And like, it's really important to me that this is a super special moment and like whatever and then obviously down the road he's like okay so I've been thinking about this and of course like I told you before like I thought that this should all be really special but like we don't have a lot of time left in this world probably and like it goes into that whole conversation and he's like and if I continue to to go on this train of like it needs to be important and special like like it'll never happen and uh, and he also says I think this is when he says it. He says, um, and if I had to choose, I want you to be my first and my last. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. He's so sweet. He's like pure. He's my sweet summer child. Pure sugar sweetness coming from Alistair. And I think um, when he does, like, he, like, is super serious about it. It's, like, a confession. Like, this rose is a confession in itself. Like, you kiss. Like, you have... I think that's the first time you kiss him, isn't it? Yes. I'm pretty sure, yeah. And, like, it's very sweet. Like, you are able to say, well, I guess we should probably practice then when he talks about, you know, kissing more. And he's like, oh, if you wish. I can make that happen. Yeah. And this, he's, like, super serious. He's, like doing a little bit of like the sexy version of Alistair, you know? And he is like on it. Like, it's so good. And you do have the option to um, proposition him again. If you have a high enough approval before this, before he comes to you. But I mean, why would you, why would you deprive yourself of that? So good. And thank you, Steve Valentine for all of this. And I did want to take this chance to go into the sex cutscenes for this game. Oh, they're kind of awful. <laughs> they're, they're so really bad. Terrible. Like, there's the music. Yeah, it's very so dramatic. I swear to God, shit. let me look up. I think I'm pretty sure this sex music oh, is the same music. For all four characters. It is. Yeah. It's the same for all it four is. characters. It is. Absolutely. 
But I think it's the same music um, at the wedding scene. Oh, it is. If no, you marry him. No, no. Yes, I'm is. pretty sure this is the same no. music at the wedding mm-hmm. as the sex. Mm-hmm. I'm going to choose to disbelieve that fact. <laughs> <laughs> it is, though. It's the... And it's got, it's like, this Latin very light background, um, like... Be- is it like a harp? I don't it's even harp. remember. Yeah, or yeah, like, it's harps and it's shit. It's stringed instruments for sure. It's like maybe a flute. It's like very light and <laughs> no, fluffy. It's, string. it's stringed. <laughs> there are strings on the instrument. <laughs> Windy and fluty and yeah. uh, stringy. Yeah. And it's so awkward. And I'm just going to get into this in depth because I want you guys to experience the awkward via voice form. Oh, man. You have like... <laughs> blocky characters here. Uh, yep. Naked. Like rectangles like for two faces. polygons being squished <laughs> together. And they, they don't show you like full screen fucking non-modded, but it's like super close up and like thrusting. Alistair's O-face is something. Yeah. yeah they yeah, show definitely something. The O moment. Like yeah. your character <laughs> throws her head back, her yeah. eyes closed. Yeah. Alistair is like, like uh. <laughs> <laughs> And then it shows you falling asleep on your side. And With him, him like leaning over leaning the top. Over like, the top so weird. You. <laughs> like you can just imagine him. You can just imagine him be like, Sup. Yeah. See, the thing is, I didn't see that the first time however many times I saw it as him being like oh you're falling asleep it's so sweet I was like ah hitting it up doggy style high five (laughs) (laughs) no same absolutely same (laughs) I figured I always saw it as you guys were exhausted from the obviously excellent sex that you're having clearly you're wrong gazing at you in adoration (laughs) (laughs) clearly you're wrong it was doggy style yeah, just hitting her up from behind. Like, it's fine. You think Virgin Alistair was ready to go doggy style first Girl, time he's ever have had, you ever had sex with the Virgin? virgin. <laughs> uh, actually, I don't think so. <laughs> well, some people have. And sometimes have very weird I'm going to have another drink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep chugging this Lineys because I swapped from wine. Anyways. <laughs> I just wanted to share with our dear listeners this. Oh, the face though. Oh yeah. Yeah, No face. The entire, like you're, cause you aren't coming at this from like a musical score. Normally you're in your quiet as fuck camp. (laughs) You get into this grand musical score with awkward fucking. It ends. And then you awkwardly walk back to camp. Here's my favorite piece of this. Here's my favorite piece of this is they show you like stripping in front of the campfire. So you have to imagine that all of your party members are standing around being like, yeah, they uh, really just don't separate that moment very uh -uh. well. Uh -uh. And that's a little... Like, and, high five for anybody oh, who yeah. wants to do the voyeurism thing. Okay, cool. That's your deal. That's your deal. That's your jam. But, but then you they, boink. They and don't then you're exactly, standing back out by the fire. But they don't exactly separate it very well. Mm-hmm. And you and know who's standing out next to you by the fire? The it's Zebrin. It's Zebrin is standing there. The <laughs> <laughs> and he's just, like, picking stuff up off the floor. And you're like, 
Hey, what's up? You just watched a strip by the campfire, boink I mean, in the tent. Severin would probably have been into it, but probably. I don't think there. I think he has lines where he's like, "Well, I don't want to have sex like in the open." I'm pretty Agreed. sure he says that in some yeah, lines he does. that he has. But then yeah. you strip in front of the campfire. Yeah, they just don't like context- contextually wise. They don't make it very. It's not clear. Private. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not at all. Not at all. And I just think it's such a funny thing for them to have included in the game. Yeah. Like out of everything, like they had to culminate the romance with the romantic sex scene by the fire. And they it's had better to better than they did with Mass Effect. It's better than they did with Mass Effect. So there was is some it? growth. It is. Is it? It is. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I'll have to They kind of just up. really cut away yeah. really in Mass Effect. Yeah. To be fair, um the modded sex scenes are not oh, as awful. I mean, they're pretty good. They're, they're still pretty, pretty bad, though. But they're, they're still pretty bad. They keep the background music. It's 2009. <laughs> but they go more full body. They, they do, don't. Right. They don't do like the awkward shoulder to head thrusting thing. <laughs> um, so it's less awful but it's still bad <laughs> less the awful but mods, still not good <laughs> the mods did the best they could with what they, they were the given I give them props for being like I can make this sex scene better because oh, everybody sure, knows sure. the internet is horny so they might as well have Thirsty tried to as book. and seriously like Bioware had to know that anybody who played Mass Effect who came into Dragon Age they knew what they were getting into they knew what mm. they wanted they yeah. did studies I've read the book on that <laughs> uh, but yeah so, that's a, that's alistair is there really much more to talk about do we want to go over the wedding and the so your girl never places? got a wedding because your girl always yeah, played no, 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 an elf no. and racist classism i think this is a great time to talk about how some of the origins get like really fucked there is some serious racism in dragon age origin which i actually very appreciate that they included because it does allow you to like play through someone else's eyes and how they perceive their life and how they live it so like as a mostly white presenting looking cisgendered woman like being able to go at something and and see like the racism that was heaped on the character that i played as a dalish elf like it can be shocking and it can be frustrating at times. And it can be one of those moments where you're like, Oh fuck, my privilege is showing. Mm -hmm. Um, And just having that moment of being like, but, but I'm in love with him. Mm -hmm. Right. And And you can't do anything about it because your character is a Dalish Mm -hmm. elf. Yeah. And in the world, like you can't marry Alistair if you're not a human, first of all, human noble. And if you have magic, you can't because mages are kept locked in a tower, mm-hmm. AKA yep. circle prison <laughs> because <laughs> they have magic unless mm-hmm. they're on the run. And then they're hunted for being an apostate mage, Yep, which is technically what Morgan is because right. she's not in a circle. And having that only one origin, getting the happy romance oh. and marriage with him is kind of, you know, best case scenario Mm -hmm. but you also still have to convince him that that's okay in the first place because Mm -hmm. you're both gray wardens and very infertile very (laughs) very hard for you to have children and he's trying to be king um and that's one of the first things he says after you you 
elevate him to king as a human woman. Yeah. He goes, well, we really can't have heirs. Fuck. I guess we're going to have to deal with this later. And you're yeah. like, I guess so. And he's like, I guess I don't need to propose either. And you're like, I guess not. We are like, glad we that. already started early. Huh? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and it's um definitely still an area where if you didn't choose correctly, if he wasn't hardened correctly, God, we need <laughs> another term for that. Um, of course not. But um, he can turn you down. He can say that's not what's best. We can't mm-hmm. do that, you know? And the other options for him if he becomes king, is you break up. He does it in front of all of your friends. It's very awkward. Oh, um, terrible. Yeah. Or you can be his mistress. Or you can I, sacrifice yourself to the archdemon. Yeah, that's you. But <laughs> you still are given those choices prior to that, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not either or. Like, that's the end game. But, like, before that, he could break up with you. Or he can say, well, you can be a mistress then. You know? He can't, mm-hmm. like in love with you it creates this interesting um uh oh god what is the word i'm looking for dichotomy dichotomy but also like it posits itself as a fill-in for like race in our current world that yeah that isn't necessarily in dragon age like yes you can change your character's skin tone but it that doesn't affect the play the gameplay and honestly there aren't a lot of pocs within dragon age period like no. if you right like you can change your character skin tone but that doesn't affect like if you play a dalish elf and your character is very dark skinned your whole clan is still light skinned right yeah. um and that's an interesting i i do think that's one of the things that they kind of took into advisement when they started doing inquisition um still there's a lot of work too as well they um changed your family look depending mm-hmm. on how you set up your character yeah. only to certain levels yes. like you'd have to hit a certain level and then they would hit the next level but well, um, there's a lot of work to be done still mm-hmm. um, with that in and, games in general <laughs> yes but origins in particular did not cover it well but they at least created this um amalgam of like being elvish or being dwarvish like your character is absolutely discriminated against in every situation that you come into. Um, And it's interesting to explore. Mm -hmm. And especially within the romance with Alistair, like Mm -hmm. you cannot marry him if you're not a human noble woman. I was super pissed when I was an elvish mage. I was like, but we love each other. What the hell? I might've thrown a controller. (laughs) (laughs) No, even as, as a city elf, I was like, what the fuck? Like, I'm still a like a person. What the fuck? Yeah. Ever since then, I if I'm romancing Alistair, he's a great warden. Yeah. <laughs> so that's you can choose not to have him be king. You can institute Enora in place. And depending on how you have him set up, if he's not hardened and she's like, you swear fealty to me, he'll be like, Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm very interested to to hear how that affected your Inquisition playthroughs, because I've never done that. Yeah. So he um, becomes a Grey Warden. You're still together. And he follows you, depending on what you decide to do. If you want to stay in Denerim, he'll stay there, much to Enora's displeasure, but he'll stay there. If you want to have, like, a holding there, he'll go with you and um, 
just travel Ferelden for you, or if you just want to leave Ferelden, he goes with you. Hmm. So if you're romancing him and he's a Grey Warden, he'll stick with you. Which That's is inter- that mirrors um, the Iron Bull, which we'll talk mm-hmm. about later. But yeah, interesting. Yeah, and that's why it's my favorite because I get to love him forever, and they can't stop me <laughs> until they put asides into Inquisition. Um, yeah. And we'll we can talk about this probably a little bit because he's not going to be a major player when we're talking about Inquisition in terms of Truth. romances. True. Um, but in Dragon Age Two. There are several ways that he can appear. Um, he can be a drunk in a bar. <laughs> he can be, be the king. Um, he can be the king uh, having a discussion with Meredith that uh, he's leaving, or he can be a Grey Warden that you run into during some side quests. Um, These are one Dragon of the things H- that I super appreciate about Bioware is like yeah. they take those weird little decisions that you make that are super huge in the first game, but then in the second game it's like a little side quest that yeah. it pops up and you're like, Oh fuck. It's Alistair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in, um, the continuity is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in inquisition, um, if he's King, he shows up at Redcliffe castle for the decision on not right. Red, Red castle. Castle. It is, it is no, Red it's Redcliffe. It's Redcliffe. Is it a castle? I think it's just, oh. I think Redcliffe's the castle. Redcliffe. Yeah. But he yeah. also shows up at Skyhold later, yeah. As a king? Yeah. Possibly, yeah. Yeah. I think so. I don't remember that. Maybe. Um, it's been but, a bit. Yeah. Uh, he shows up for the um, decision on what's happening there. Are you going to side with the mages, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, um, yeah. Then if he is a Grey Warden, he takes Stroud's place. Oh the shit! Talk no for Stroud scenario. Seriously? No. Yes. So you well, know, I always go in even every time. Upset. Oh fuck! Every time I've replayed Inquisition, I just go with my same saves from Origins and from Two. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I never really thought about that. He takes Stroud's place. Fuck. And imagine and my shroud. Oh god! Imagine my upset when I had to sacrifice the love of my life. Still, even in Inquisition, because you're a different character, but like still, or it's me, him. me part two Boogaloo. I could kill myself, or I could kill Alistair, uh, <laughs> which meant sorry, Varric, I kill talk. <laughs> you know what? So if, you're yeah. not, if your approval rating is high enough with Varric, it doesn't matter if you sacrifice Hawk. Hawk. That's true. That is true. Yeah. Shit. So I was like, I'm sorry, romance person from DA2. Alistair's first. I'm sorry. No, I and usually I just, sacrifice Hawk or Stroud because yeah. Hawk was, you know. Yeah. I've done both and it sucks both times. It sucks both yeah. times. Both suck. False. I haven't sacrificed Alistair because I can't do it. Oh, but no. No, I, no. In a, in Inquisition, if you romanced him, which I did, and he's there as a Grey Warden, which I played, he can talk about you, like the Grey Warden character. Like, yeah. it's very vague because they don't want to try to pull too many of the very... So many dialogue options. Um, but he basically makes a joke like, ha ha ha, I'm never going to stop talking about this blight I, it, this my entire life, am I? Uh, yes. 
we fought Darkspawn, the Archdemon was big, the Grey Warden was fantastic, <laughs> like, that kind of stuff. And he talks about how um, your Warden actually is going on a quest to find the cure for the taint, which everybody suddenly remembered that the dog kind of proved in the very Dragon Age Origins. Go get this flower. That's how you save the dog. It's like the dog that has the taint has nobody else with the taint maybe tried this. That right. The dog. In the hundreds <laughs> of years. <laughs> like. Yeah. But um, as King, he'll arrive at the um, Redcliffe castle by himself and say, oh, you know, my wife is busy. <laughs> but go there <laughs> to yeah. uh, make a decision, right? So it's crazy. It's crazy. He's there for sure. But I, I always end my Alistair playthrough with him as a great warden. I always do it as the king because he deserves it. And he is like not only the rightful heir, mm-hmm. but so, so heartfelt that I personally feel that Alistair will lead the nation in the correct direction. And so for I me, not like. hardened. <laughs> I always yes, harden him hardened. a little bit. I harden him. Not in the tent, Connie, with your discussion after Coldana. He's my sweet summer child. And I I do think it's worth (laughs) mentioning as well, we mentioned it briefly earlier about Alistair and Morrigan getting down. Can't do it. The only way, if you're romancing Alistair, the only way that he can survive the Archdemon fight if he doesn't sleep with Morrigan is if you don't bring him to the Archdemon fight. Or if you sacrifice yourself. No, because if you try to sacrifice yourself with him, he says no, and he does it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe you're right. I just never bring him with me for that last fight then. Because I always throw myself at the Archdemon. He does call you out on it. Because he always shows up in my Inquisition playthroughs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm a terrible, terrible person. Sometimes the black and white doesn't work. This is one of the times. However, you know what? It was worth it because I protected my sweet summer child. It's a gray world. <laughs> the Dragon Age world is not black and white. It's super gray. So you did the best with what you had, Tawny. This is also it's why okay. I have a hard time with Mass Effect, but yeah. we'll get uh, there. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I do think it is um, important to, you know, make that point about Alistair's character, too. Like, if the choice is down to you or him and who dies, he chooses himself every time. Yeah, he does. Um, I love him. It's very sweet. And he will agree to sleep with Morgan if you ask him to. I know, and I can't. You can ask him to trust you, and he takes that step. And I do it, because I think his life is worth more than one really awkward, coerced sex scene. Yeah. I think, like... My Grey Warden's life is worth more than that, so... So, I think, in terms of criticism for this game, I think the coerced sex with Morgan's probably... So bad. See, I don't even, I I think, I wouldn't call it coerced. I would be like, hey, will you do this thing? Well, I don't want to. to. But But it doesn't seem like they give him, like, a. his debate is not, I'll do this because you think it's right. He just goes, yeah, okay. Yeah, I, it's, there's a debate about it, I think, rather than, uh, will you do this type of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, you literally, you look at him and you go, do you trust me? 
And then he yeah, says, yeah. Right. And then you're like, good, fuck Morgan. And right. you're like, yeah. Yay. It's a little, he, I mean, and he, they do a cut scene for it too. He does not look happy to no. be there. Um, it's hard. I can't. So I, I think it, it is effective in the way of forcing you to make a difficult choice. Mm-hmm. Um, when we get to the Morgan playthrough discussion, that'll have a bit of a different discussion itself because you can play a man and that makes you an option. Um, it's weird because Loghain is technically an option to sub in for Alistair, but that means you have to have let Loghain live. Yeah, I don't think I'd let that happen. And yeah. then Loghain becomes a warden? Is that the... Debate? Have you never... Yeah. Nope, I always kill him. So if there is... I'm so black and white, we know this. <laughs> after the duel with Loghain, you can spare him. To become a Grey Warden. You can conscript him instead of killing him. Can't do it. Because technically he's dead when he's conscripted. That's how all of the Grey Wardens are. I feel like I recall that that was an option. But having never made that option, I put it out of my brain. So technically she can sleep with Loghain and get her little old god baby. But... Oh, oh, Tony. (laughs) It's so coerced. It's like, it's, it's, there's still, even if, even if the person makes the decision to do the thing, if they were coerced into making the decision, it, I, I, mm, it's do this or die, basically. Consent has to be between like equal people who are, consenting on a basis where they're both enthusiastic and excited. I feel like transactionally, if you're comfortable with having sex with somebody, that's fine. I don't think Alistair is the kind of person that's comfortable with that, which is why I, I do have, that's like my criticism besides the fantasy racism that is dependent on what you choose on your origin. Consent Um, is enthusiastic. Yeah. And you can make that decision to have a transactional experience, but I, if you aren't doing that, then you're not doing that. Like, he's not. The option Mm -hmm. is do this or potentially die. Right. (laughs) Like, I I feel like that's... You know, I'm not going to lie. If somebody told me I just had to have sex with somebody in order to not die, I'd be like, you know what? I mean, sure. If it was like, if you don't have sex with me, I'll kill you. That's one thing. That's if it's, different. If it's this ancient that's ritual a, will yeah. stop cool. this other thing from killing you, I'm like, okay, yeah. That's oh, that's, I, I think that's where it differentiates from like normal life, right? Like no yeah. one's going to look at you and be like, your husband needs to bang me or uh, he's dead because magic. Oh, yeah. bitch would get a fucking fist to the face so Thank fast. You. Right. So like in this situation, it turns into like a completely different thing that you can't necessarily create an equivalent for life because there's no situation in which someone's going to be like, I'm going to bang your husband or you're all going to die because of magic. Because of even magic. Let me just go and get my rapier. Mr. Stabby. We're going to have a sword fight. Have fun. (laughs) Like, I don't know. So. Yeah. But I think um, that aside, I obviously fucking love this romance. Um, yes. There are, are we, a couple. Are we rolling into the fuck rating? Yeah, let's. I think we're. It's time. It's time yeah. for the fuck. Yes, rating. the fuck rating. The yes. fuck rating. <laughs> Please listen to the fuck haiku. 
I'll insert it there. Yeah. Okay. Edit. Isn't it? Fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah. Do you guys want me to go first with my personal? Go for it with your numbers because we got the feelings. Jordan's fuck rating. I have a five part scale. And I'm not gonna go in depth into all of the things, but Whole character. Is this person a dynamic character all by themselves besides your romantic plot with them? Yes. Yeah. Quality of flirting interactions. 10 out of fucking 10 for Alistair. Yes. <laughs> the get-together scene. Sweet. Makes my heart go doki-doki. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the the cutscenes that are given to you and sort of surrounding the ending of the story before you really get into that final battle. Yes. This is kind of a little weak on the Alistair side, but still five out of five. I mean, he's fucking fantastic. And then the ending options. I already said I have found an ending option for Alistair that I had canon as being my one true ending. <laughs> um, and that's it. Five out of five. Gotta say five out of five for Alistair. Okay. So here's Tawny's rating. He squeezes my heart and makes my tummy go squeeze. So, Alistair, heart. <laughs> On a scale from one to lamppost, I'd say lamppost <laughs> plus Twitter painted. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever licked a lamppost in, in winter? winter. <laughs> love it. Love it. Uh. <laughs> Perfect. One to so. lamppost, Twitter painted. Twitter painted as fuck. <laughs> uh, oh boy. So next time then we're going to be talking about Liliana and her hey. entire romance. Yep. And we also wanted to just take like a half a moment to mention that the three of us also are um, pertained within. I'm drunk. Does that term work? We're pertained within another podcast uh, mm-hmm. called the theater of the mind players. And we play lots of role-playing games and it's dope. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. And then I have a uh, podcast. There we go. That's a word. Podcast called Plot Points. And also another one called Encounter Party. That is a Ravnica actual play. And Plot Points is about role-playing games. And if you have any fun with backpacking, you can hit me up on the not-so-bigfoot thing. There you go. (laughs) And every time, as always, don't forget to... Subscribe to our podcast, like our Facebook page, follow us on Twitter. Check us out, guys. Share. Five stars. Share. Leave a review. Tell us how we're doing. Tell us if Alistair also made your heart go squish. He makes my heart go squish. Also, remember, folks, consent is sexy as fuck. Yeah. And it's enthusiastic. We love you all. Good night. Bye. Bye. All right. We should probably say our names. Oh, what up? I'm Tawny P. Thompson. I'm Jordan Fishburne. And I'm Sarah Bain. We're romancing the game. Romancing the game. Romancing the game. Boom.
I'm going to just pop in here with a quick note about all of the music we use throughout the show. Our theme is called Punk Chants. We got that from Pond 5, composed by Michael Epstein. Anytime you hear our fuck rating, you're going to hear the fuck haiku. That is by The Singing French Fries. We found that on Free Music Archive. Thanks for that. And for our friend zone, you're going to hear the tune Asterisk, uh, graciously provided by Board with Four. And you can go ahead and give everyone on there a listen. I will have links for all of those in our uh, show notes. Thanks so much.